0: Oh, my God. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and always joining us for these morning shows is your co-host, Spaz. Hello. And not enough caffeine for today. Uh, folks, we're doing a morning show. It is 6 a.m. here. Uh, we, I mean, we usually stream at 6 a.m., but doing an interview is different from doing a stream. So it's a, kind of a different... Version of being on, you know. Um, But we have three guests today, and they're all from, okay, here we go. Breda, Breda in the Netherlands. Um, I hope I said that at least close to right. Uh, Joining us from there (laughs) in the Netherlands is Jimmy Vanderberg. uh, Yes, good morning. Joost Mullenkamp. Was that close? Good morning. Was that close? Uh, It's
1: close enough. It's it's okay, but it's fine. Oh oh, God damn it. (laughs) I really tried.
0: I really tried. And Paul Martens, Mertens, Mertens, uh, here to talk about, uh, here back for their, for their, I think their second time to, uh, talk about interstellar rift, which if, uh, you follow the YouTube channel, I did a bunch of videos on It just went, uh, out of early access a few weeks ago, I think, um, two or three weeks ago, as we record this, uh, roughly yeah, the twenty fourth. Yeah. So yeah, about two weeks. Yeah. ago. Um. So, folks, if you're not familiar with what uh, Interstellar Rift is, it's it's a lot of things. It's it's a flight sim. It's a space flight sim, but it's also a ship building game, and it's also a crafting game, and it's also a mining game. And it's also a combat game. And it's also a hauling game. And it does a lot of things. The nice thing about it, unlike other games, is it does all these things well. Um, if if you've watched my videos, you know how much I enjoy the game. And so, gentlemen, first, I want to congratulate you on a successful run up to 1.0, because, uh, you know, not every game makes it that far. <laughs> so, yeah, thank oh, you.
2: Geez. It's taken us long enough so uh, and and you guys did
0: a ton of updates during your early access period like a ton like do you know how many updates you made during early access it was in the Um, dozens at least right
1: i think it was actually in the hundreds
2: yeah well it depends major updates there's been like i don't know 60 or 70 maybe but
1: actual patches i think it was like
2: 150 or something was Damn. Well, yeah, it <laughs> we, we basically built most of the game in early access, so
3: yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to uh, have hot fixes and stuff, though. But,
0: but it it was amazing because like a lot of community, a lot of people have a wariness of early access, which is not unfounded. You know, it's um a a, a lot of games have burnt them out. Of, of early access because a lot of games didn't get finished. A lot of, there are a lot of games that are like, Hey, we're 1.0 now. It's like, wait a minute. You were alpha last week. How are you 1.0 now? <laughs> this actually happened last month. There was a game. I won't say which, but it was like one week it was alpha. The next, Hey, we're 1.0. We're like, what? Wait a minute. H- how, how do you go from alpha to no, no. Anyway. Um, but you guys had a long trek and that could also, Um, that could also turn people off because people are like, oh, this game is never going to be finished. You know, it's taking too long, blah, blah, blah. But I noticed on your Steam community and in the comments of your patches and whatnot that for the most part, your community was very positive. Uh, uh, So, I I mean, that was great to see.
2: Oh, yeah, we think we've had pretty good responses to the 1.0 release. We were afraid of a lot of people saying, "From this is not... uh, you went from, you've been in Early Access for so long, and this is the release, but what really changed? Uh, so that's why we took like six months or something to really work up to the, the final 1.0 patch to make sure yeah. that we have content in there. Because we've yeah, seen right. all the other games as well, and we didn't want to go because we've been in alpha since 2015, I believe. And then we went to beta in 2018. So there's there's been these periods of time where we uh, locked in certain features or other things. But we wanted there to be like a a big day one patch for the 1.0 release, so people don't feel cheated that we uh, just released the game from early access. Because I mean, some people still probably think that, but uh, we at least wanted to be ahead of that a little bit.
0: I don't see how, because I played quite a bit of it in early access, because I really enjoy the trucking. I really enjoy the hauling. But I'll say you guys made combat a lot better since last I played. which I, I really enjoyed the combat. I was surprised by that. Cause a lot of games when they try and do like a lot of different things, like one thing is great. And then like the rest is not like there's, I won't say which game it is, but there's one game out there that like works so hard on being this business simulator that the combat is like pew pew done. Like, okay, that's that I felt that was empty and pointless. Um, <laughs> but the combat in your game actually feels pretty good, which is great. And I love the tutorials. Uh what eight? Eight tutorials. Um that take about an hour to do, I think, roughly.
2: Yeah, well, we've we've had with, with games. Yeah. You'll, you'll probably <laughs> be
0: quicker than uh new players.
1: Yeah, we've had to play through them a couple of times to test them, so we uh, we're up to like thirty
0: minutes maybe. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are proud of them. <laughs> But but one thing I have to give you one thing I have to give you guys credit for before we really dive in is I'm not a big fan of crafting games I'm not a big fan of games where you have to collect resources and and whatnot I'm not the biggest fan because I don't have a lot of patience I'll be perfectly honest I don't have a lot of patience but the way you guys handle like cargo and materials and whatnot is just so efficient and almost effortless. Like I, I just love how it's a little cube you can hold and you put it on a cargo pad and you beam it to your ship. It's just, it, 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 but then, but then you put it in this machine that gives you armor. You put it in your life support system. It all, it all just makes sense, you know? And, and so I really have to congratulate you guys on even getting someone who doesn't like crafting and building and whatnot like me on board. Um, yeah, we,
2: we when we looked at different ways to craft and to build things in a game, first of all, we didn't want the the ship to be built uh, once when you're playing the game. We wanted it to be a separate thing because uh, we want you to like think about the game and then build your ship and then have it be in space and you won't be able to change it anymore. It's like you can't build your car when you're on the road.
0: Um, <laughs> That's a good point.
2: <laughs> and uh, the 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 crafting and the the cargo and the collecting of resources, we wanted to be very. Quick. So, we don't want you to uh, have to mine for a certain resource for hours on end and stuff like that. So, we also give you different paths. You could just buy the resources or. Uh, well, except for
1: the really rare paths. ones.
2: <laughs> yeah, of course. But we, d- we didn't want it to be a thing where you are constantly d- waiting for timers or stuff like that. We wanted it to be pretty snappy so you can focus on playing with your ship.
3: At the very least, we didn't want the timers to be blocking, you know. Because in a lot of games, you have to like aim a mining laser at a rock or something and just wait. But uh, we were like, okay, we understand that there there's sometimes need to be like like a timer, so you don't get things instantly. It's a little bit more rewarding if it takes a while. But we don't understand why you as a player have have to be blocked while while that timer is ticking down. So when you look at the, like the extractors and the refinery, we made it so that you can do something else while that that thing is doing doing its thing. And Then you can uh, try to make things as efficient as you as you want. Yeah, and we
1: wanted to have the uh, the, the the cargo crates like in worlds, um, so that they're not just a number on a screen or whatever. It's always, uh,
3: so, always so much more rewarding if you can touch something, right? If you can see. Yeah, if
1: you have yeah, like a whole room that. filled with boxes. Yeah, <laughs> so I love you
0: that. Start, like, it... the UIs. Yeah, I, I I love that. It gives it it gives it a tangible a tangibleness. Is that even a world But it makes it tangible, where it's not just a number on a screen, but you see the crates, which is really great. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna admit, I'm one of those guys that do love flying up to an asteroid and pointing a mining laser at it. I love that. Um, I I can't get enough of that. In Jumpgate, that's what I spent thousands of hours doing, and I I still do it today. But the way you guys do mining, I really have to admit, I like a lot. Where it's, I've never seen another game do this. Where instead of going out in a ship to to mine uh, and point a laser at it, well, you can, but you can also you beam the asteroid into a to to it like an aquarium, and and, yeah. and 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 then you have this big like arm that goes around and 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 pulls out its resources, which I've never seen in any other game. And I really like that. I have to admit, I haven't seen that
1: either in that in in another game. Um, yeah, and our first idea think, it was actually I think it's but,
2: actually yeah. one of our most requested features to just add a mining laser as well for people. Really? <laughs> to to, to <laughs> yeah. well,
3: certain players, it depends on uh, who you ask. Yeah, but huh. I mean,
1: everybody has their own ideas, of course. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, were there ideas that some people had that you implemented into the game? Oh yeah, definitely.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> plenty. plenty. Um, it's hard to think of a single feature because it's usually a lot of quality of life things that people think of, um, right? like being able to transfer certain resources in a certain way and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of automation things came from players. We originally didn't even plan on putting automation into the game, but uh, that- a lot of players wanted to play on their own instead of with uh, a group. So we accounted for that by building machines that can automate some tasks and stuff like
0: that. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm a single player myself, even though it's great that this game is multiplayer as well. How many people can a server hold?
1: Uh, uh, it depends it on your server hardware. <laughs>
2: oh, At okay. the moment, it can probably scale a little bit higher. Uh, depending. It's it's dependent on so many factors. Um, because the server has to simulate the Galaxy, and the Galaxy can be 500 star systems, but it can also be 2 star systems. Wow. So it kind of depends on- how that yeah, works
1: and each of these um star systems runs in its own separate process so it's it's complicated
3: <laughs> the, the, the 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 thing about it the re- the reason why we uh, build it like this is uh, because uh, the the way it scales now is uh, that it scales on the number of players and not the the amount of stuff in space when it comes to like a network uh, architecture right so uh if you're with uh, two players on on one server or on one ship, it doesn't matter if there's like uh, one asteroid or like or if you're in like in, the, in a battle with, with a with a whole bunch of enemies and bullets flying everywhere. When it comes to networking, uh, so so we can scale that that up pretty high. That's very cool. Accurately. Yeah, the
2: thing yeah. we we looked cool. at the beginning is that people probably want to build a lot of ships, and. Um, we didn't run into, run into the issue that uh, the server would be bogged down because there would be uh, too many ships that people spawned. We wanted it to be free to have a lot of ships in the server. But uh, of course, when there's multiple players in different systems, then of course, it gets a little bit tougher. But as long as you are just in one system and you're building ships, that should be completely fine. So that's kind of how it scales.
0: Uh, yeah, I haven't tried multiplayer yet, I'm much more of a single player guy, but I, I do have to admit that um, even in single player, the universe felt really alive, like there were other ships doing other things and whatnot, which was really cool. Um, There's a whole bunch of
3: players who play uh, kind of play single player on the multiplayer server, right? So they just join the multiplayer server and then they just do their own thing.
0: Wait, say yeah. again? It-
2: Oh he's saying that a lot of people just join multiplayer servers and just play on their own. So it's kind of like an online single player game.
0: <laughs> oh, I guess you can do that, huh? Cuz you don't really have to play with other people even though there are other people around, huh? Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. you can do what you want. That's true. And 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 I really like how the un- the, the the solar systems are generated um with all the different like stations and asteroid fields—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a very lively uh, place. I've only basically spent time in one, uh, in one system, but there's a lot to do just in one system. And I kind of really like how going to another system is a huge deal in this game. It's not just oh, you just need some jump fuel. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, you don't need jump fuel, but <laughs> right. But a lot of games it's like you just
0: need some jump fuel and then fly through a gate and you're done. But here it's like you need a bunch of stuff. To uh, you need a, what a key and and specific materials, and then you need well, to build depending
1: on which, uh, yeah.
0: But it's a multi-step it process, right? But it's a yeah. multi-step process. It's not just fly through a jump gate and you're there. Um, another thing well, you I have really to make
1: have, the jump gate first.
0: <laughs> yeah, you basically make the jump gate, which I I, I think is great, and I I really want. I think my favorite thing about the game though. Is the sh- is when you're flying, you have this like shift mechanic when you warp up and down to try and really get a pre- get um a precise like to try and arrive precisely where you want to go. And I I really like how active that is. You really have to pay attention. You can't just you can't just point yeah. aim and go. I really like that. I really like yeah, that a lot.
2: We looked at different games and how they solved this issue of traveling like fast distances in, in within a star system, so from the sun to the nearest planet and stuff like that. And um, we didn't want it to be a waiting game where the ship kind of gets faster and faster and faster and slows down again. And we also didn't want it to be instantaneous so that you just target the planet and you're there, you know, and it just warps you there. So we have this kind of intermediate system where you can, like a, a gearbox in a yeah. car, you can shift up and shift down your warp speeds. Um, yeah, really quickly cool. so if you're really good at the game um, which we aren't we we always at least I am not I'm not speaking to you, <laughs> I always overshoot my targets so <laughs> but it's something you can learn well while playing the game to get better at
0: yeah I've really been enjoying getting better at like I think the closest I've gotten is like 1.7 kilometers and that, that oh, I was really yeah. I was really proud of that <laughs> I was really, really <laughs> proud of that. It was like I've right there. Seen, I was like,
3: I've also seen people who are a bit too good at it, and they drop out of warp right in the middle of the other station, and they
0: damage oh, it in, instantly. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, you I, I, if jump gate, I, I, I'm going to probably bring up Jumpgate a lot because there's some comparisons in my mind. But if jump gate has taught me anything, is that you never point directly at a thing. <laughs> Never. You oh, never
1: that's point. Generally, so, a good idea when you're in a moving vehicle.
0: Exactly. You like point just a little out to the side of the station you're trying to land at. Just a little bit. <laughs> you don't want to hit it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Besides, um, if you're not careful, you might go to plaid.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> go to plaid. Uh, Streamlock, uh, what is your hand doing? So. I, I did. I did want to talk about that. He asked what your hand was doing because earlier, like, I got a reward, and so my hand was just getting all the things. Uh, it's kind of interesting. So in this game, like, the way you move crates around is like, like, am I remember? Am I thinking this correctly? Like, they get miniaturized so you can like hold a representation of them in your hand, and then you can put them on a cargo thing, or then you can put them in a machine. You know, yeah, yeah they, like get, it, they get it, digitized, sort of,
1: demolecularized, or <laughs> it's not really a name for it in the game, but uh, yeah, it just uh zaps them, <laughs> I guess,
0: right? Yeah,
2: some yeah, kind of data representations of the so, like, we have small items like tools and weapons, they are just on your, your person and you can pick them up, but larger items like crates and stuff, they kind of get beamed up into your like arm computer.
1: Yeah, and it only holds like eight crates. So uh, 10, yeah, sorry, you're right.
0: (laughs) But it kind of makes sense. It's kind of like a hard drive, and the hard drive only has so much space. So you can only hold so much cargo in your little USB drive or whatever it is. Uh
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we wanted it to be just just a little bit of in-world. So like in Minecraft, you can carry about around, like, hundreds of tons of Earth. <laughs> it's not really realistic, but everybody overlooks it, and we wanted it to be a little bit integrated into Do. Well,
1: that's I mean, one thing you've everything done... Really, everything is cute, right?
0: <laughs> Well, that's one thing you've done really well, though, is that pretty much everything is in-game, it is in-world, from the interface on your little wrist computer to the crates. Like, everything is in-game, so, like, really nothing breaks the illusion, which... Um, well, yeah, we've
1: like- um, we, we've taken care to uh, put as much of the, the 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 screens that you're interacting with and everything uh, in game itself. There's a couple of things like the health bar and the inventory that are uh, like on your HUD, but we try to keep it at a minimum. So,
0: yeah, but even yeah, that, you can- like- sorry, good.
2: I was going to say stuff like like bullets in a weapon. We we do it like. Uh, I think it was Dead Space which first did this, where it's just a display on your gun and uh, the battery from your ARM computer is an actual battery on, on your arm. Um, there's a couple of things like the HUD, we've, which we wanted to, to do on on the, the visor of your helmet, but it's not really that well explained. But uh, the most of the stuff is in game because we want it to be every button, you should be able to click that button and not just, it shouldn't just be a, like a button for show, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it, I gotta say, it works great. It really puts you in the world, and it, it makes you more attached to it. I think, which works really well. Like, like it makes you more attached to this world, and you just want to spend more time in it because oh, there's a physical representation of uh, this gun that I just won, or this key, and 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 I and so so it makes uh, it makes being in the world much more meaningful. I think, and and it makes it makes it more important which i like it's not just like a it's not just some kind of static screen where it's an you have oh i have three thousand of this and that's really you you actually have things and i really like how you can like easily put things into vaults so you're not like oh my inventory is full but it won't be full for long you can just run to a, a vault it doesn't take long um unless your vault is full too but yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you can, up, we were looking you can at... upgrade that, right? Can't you upgrade your vault, yeah. if I remember correctly? Yeah. yeah you can. <laughs> yes, you
2: can. We were looking at other games, and usually you have like an inventory, and it has dozens of slots, and they're all filled up with, with hundreds of items. And we wanted to somehow not have that. but You have a very limited inventory, but somehow you don't feel like you're really that limited by your inventory. So I, I think that, that works in the game really well with all the cargo space you can put things on and the vaults where you can place things in. Yeah, so you're never only, really that constrained by your inventory.
0: Yeah, the only time I felt really limited is in the combat ship you get uh, with when you start on a combat uh, career. And it has a lot less cargo space than the hauler or the miner that you get with the other uh, starter careers. Um, yeah, exactly yeah. So-
2: Right, so it's like your ship is more of, is more or less your character, and if it doesn't have a big inventory on the ship, you don't have so much space to
0: put things. Exactly,
1: you can modify so, it.
0: Right, right. I've not gotten to the ship building yet. I'm not much of a builder uh, myself. I I don't really have the patience for it, and I'm not very good at it. Um, so I usually don't build ships in games. That's what I, I was gonna say. I really appreciate that you can just buy them. Uh, <laughs> I really appreciate. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Also if you're uh, playing multiplayer, other ships other players can uh, sell ships
0: to you as well. Oh really? Oh that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's
3: one of the release features. So there's like a whole new uh, you probably have seen that the, the the thing where you where you can buy your ship, that, that really big holo uh, representation thing. Yeah, you yeah. You can also sell ships over there. What? Yeah, okay, there can be player ships in there. <laughs> and then other players can buy it.
0: Wow, yeah, okay, good. that's pretty great That's pretty great <laughs> Yeah, so uh... But, and I of mean of course, if
2: you, if you don't like designing ships, there's always the workshop from Steam So
0: Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of great ships in the workshop, which is really nice um, Yeah, and, I, and again, I just have to appreciate how efficient you've made this Like, I never, like With a game like this, I feel like a lot of games waste my time like especially like I can't play Minecraft be- and games like that because it's like I'm doing what now? Wait, I I okay, why why am I doing this? Okay, I, I need to do uh, it's just I, I one I need go personally for me, I need goals, which is why I love that you guys have missions. But um right. I really I really appreciate that. But I I also um need to not have my time wasted and the fact that you guys make handling cargo uh, filling up your ship and everything so efficient really makes me feel like you guys respect my time as a player
1: <laughs> yeah we try to i mean we, we we don't have that much time either so <laughs>
0: <laughs> right to develop uh, I, the game right <laughs> right but you guys have done so much like 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 a lot of games like to to pad things out, they'll make the stations huge, so you have to really run around you know and and stuff like that but you, you even that you guys didn't do like your big the biggest station I've seen is just not that huge uh so you're not gonna spend a lot of time running around um
1: no, we didn't want uh players to get lost on 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 stations for no reason um that just makes yeah, it no it's sad. also
2: just a a thing of how many devices do we need on the ship to make it. Operational and how much stuff do we need to put on there? Well, that's the size of the station, I guess. Uh, all yeah, the extra stuff then, there's, yeah. usually they have like an observatory or something like that. But it's not like we need to space it out with all these rooms that don't an, actually add anything to it. Yeah, um, exactly. There's a, pr- a couple of really big derelict ships that you can encounter where you'll probably really? get lost and have to run around a little. There, wait, the, there are derelicts you can uh, find. Yeah. Yeah, when you get—I'm not sure how far you got into the game—but later, if you go to the higher-tier systems, there's like derelict stations and stuff. Oh,
1: yeah, they're pretty hard to find. But um, when you do find one,
3: you have to press the the scanner thing button in the in the cockpit, then select one of the signatures, and then you uh, chase down the signatures.
0: Oh my god! I didn't even know there was like exploration in this game. I had no. Damn i got to play more. Oh, We, do. I'm we
1: still... do plan to add more exploration stuff. But, oh, uh, my God.
0: Because no I'm still level one. Um, I haven't figured out which career... Like, like when you start, you guys, they give you four career paths, basically. Three for newbies, like myself. And then there's the fourth, yeah. which is kind of a hardcore, kind of pirate, scavenger faction. Yeah,
1: um, yeah where you don't get a starter ship, you... Uh, you need to build one yourself so you get a couple of resources to to build one. So it's a bit more uh, advanced. Yeah, so you especially know. for
2: players who uh, who know how to construct the ships because the shipbuilding can get pretty advanced. Right. Uh, and we provide a couple of ships which are done so you can just boot them up or just spawn them in the game and just load them up with fuel and they'll just work. Yeah, but there's also are... ships that... Yeah, which you probably did, right?
0: So. Yeah, that's exactly what I did because, again, I don't care to build... Um, but yeah, folks, so there's, um, there's the minor, there's like the minor company, and then there's the hauler company, and then there's the combat company. And yeah, they all play differently, which is really great. I really love how they do actually play differently because, like, you could have had the minor and the hauler be like so similar, you know, they could have been like, why would I choose one over the other? But they actually, their missions are different, their ships are very different. Uh, so, you guys did a really great job making the three starting careers very distinct. Um, and I haven't decided which one I like best. To be perfectly honest, I, I've. You can, I've uh, tri- you can do both <laughs> if you yeah, want. I, I mean, you
1: can just fly to the other uh, guy's system, take missions there, and so no one's uh, stopping
3: you from that. But that's Oh, wait, you can do you that?
0: Think? You can. I didn't yeah. know
3: you could. Oh, my God, I didn't
0: know you could do that.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, all starter systems are like one one jump uh, away from each other.
0: Oh my yeah. god, I did I did not know that at all. So you could fly, I could fly to a different like if I started as a combat guy and then I wanted to do like missions for the haulers, I could just go do that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a, that, yeah. okay. I didn't know that. That's like I don't you know why also I would. You
3: just wouldn't... go to a to do a station of of theirs in in a different system. So if you started a combat faction. Uh, and you find, like, a GT station, then you can take trade missions over there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's great. And yeah. I have to say, I really do like the missions. You guys have, have a decent variety of missions, uh, varying from combat to... Uh, usually I don't like timed missions, but um, the time limits you put on these are not so bad. So they don't stress me out. You know, like, I've only no, done a like- few... Hmm? Fifty minutes I think. What's the timer? No, I think they can be quicker. There can be a couple which are like five minutes or something. Yeah, I did on one.
1: You have to travel.
0: I did one that was seven minutes the other day. Um I think it was like seven or eight minutes. And uh yeah, I yeah. did it with like two minutes to spare, but but it it paid out really nicely.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it it calculates um a timer based on the distance that the uh station is away. The target station.
0: So, so yeah, I, I'm just kind of amazed at how well everything works. Like usually with the games that have a lot of moving parts, like this, there's something that gets sacrificed. There's something that gets that's not as good as the other parts. But here, the flying is good, the cargo is good, the mining is like. What would you say is the thing you had the biggest challenge with in developing this game? Like, what part of the game would you say was the biggest
1: uh, All of the multiplayer, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think
2: it's, I think it's just, just because what we wanted for the multiplayer, usually what you do in multiplayer is uh, you have your, your system, and it's pretty static, so uh, nothing moves. Um, asteroid fields are static asteroids, and we wanted moving asteroids in all the fields. Uh, we wanted hundreds of ships, and, and or being able to support hundreds of ships and drones. Flying resources from station to station and stuff like that. Uh, but we didn't want to host the servers ourselves because we're just an indie company and we can't really uh, right. have like MMO servers up anywhere. So people would have to host these servers themselves and we could host a couple for them. Um, so everybody would need to be able to host this on this, this home PC and it would just have to work if you have like 10 people on y- in your server. Um, right. So that's definitely the biggest challenge. So we had to take that into account really from the start. Um, yeah. And then it's just a, que- a question of bringing all these systems together, because for a long time, um, people just would, would start at the same station and they would be very lost, so uh, just giving people objectives to do. And that's something we're still struggling with for a bit, because a lot of people, uh, as you said, you like objectives, but you found the objectives. But some people don't even, they're like, I just spawn on the station, and what do I do? There's all these options, or I don't even realize there's all these options. Um, yeah, so we need to guide, make... Guide me little... through the game a little bit better. So that's we're... something we're always struggling with because it's
0: fairly complex, I would say. Uh, I, for, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, for me, um, I had no problems following your... I mean, you have the eight tutorials, which are separate from the actual game, which is really nice. <laughs> They're really well done. Yeah. But even the objectives in the game, they were pretty clear, I thought. But... I'm yeah,
1: really, but you're the space game you, junkie, right? Yeah, like
0: veteran player, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, For like people who
1: like, don't play these kinds of games, it's it can be a bit overwhelming. Uh, I guess but it's that's there. some feedback we had on the on the release as well, and uh, we we will be looking uh, into making stuff a little more clear on some things, or uh, some things don't work uh, as nicely as they should.
0: Yeah, streamlock oh, in yeah. the chat is wondering which engine you guys are using for this game. That's a very good question.
3: Oh, that's something that called... was really really difficult.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's our own engine actually. It's called oh. Luna. Yes. Uh, we uh, was developed with the game, I guess. Uh,
2: yes. We started the engine work in 2012, or a little bit earlier, maybe, because it was also wow. used for another prototype game that we uh, never no really finished. <laughs> um, and. Um, and then we started building this game, and we had to switch the engine completely, I believe, because first we had an engine where we could think we could do it in, but then it would turn out it would be a, a huge hassle. But back then in 2013, 2012, Unity wasn't really a thing, and Unreal, there was Unreal 3, but that didn't really have the option to go like large open spaces and stuff like that. So we decided to build our own engine for it, uh, which is, has a lot of custom things specifically for this game. Um, yeah, and we would. I would probably say that, that was probably a mistake, <laughs> looking back on
0: it. I don't know, uh, man. I don't know. I don't know if it was a but, mistake because your engine but, has a very distinct look to it. I'm sorry to interrupt, but your engine has a very distinct look to it, which I think is very fairly unique, and yeah. it lets you do all the things you want. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but it just took. Oh, no, it things. We're <laughs> always debating, but could it could it have been quicker <laughs> if we
2: just have gone with a pre existing solution? But in the end, I think that. At least for the first couple of years of development, building our own engine was definitely the right call. Looking back now, there's so many options that we'd probably never do it again. But, uh.
0: but when you started, there weren't. I mean, there there were the yeah. options, but they weren't as fleshed out as they are today. You know, no. So. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So so we just continued with the the engine that we were
2: building. That was a lot of really weird stuff. So uh, <laughs> other engines <laughs> wouldn't support because you probably never realized but your ship doesn't actually move so <laughs> Wait
1: what yeah, that's, that's why the the physics engine actually works on the on the ship uh because a lot of these games uh they they move the ship and when you move the ship you move the 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 physical world and then you start twitching through the floor or whatever, and we actually move the the galaxy around the ship what uh so your ship stays. <laughs> Yeah, you don't see that. That's the, that's an illusion. But um,
0: why did you yeah. tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's man. how it
4: technically works. But then again,
2: <laughs> other ships do move. So if you look out of the window, and you see the asteroids move, and you see the you see the ships move. They yeah, are they actually moving, as well. and the exterior of your ship is also actually moving, but the interior of your ship is not moving. Yeah, so it's
1: it's it's complicated. It's kind of a magic trick. Oh <laughs> <It> god. <laughs> It's developer magic. Um, no, that is amazing
0: obviously. because, yeah, there's so many games. Like, um, I'll mention it, star um, I, The The last time I played that, the last time I played that, I was playing with another guy and we were on a, a cargo ship. Yeah, and he just fell through the floor. Like, we were at warp speed yeah. or whatever, and he fell through the floor. And like, wow, he's millions of kilometers behind me now. It's like, oh, God. Yeah,
2: it, I mean, in their defense, it's a really hard problem to tackle. Right. Uh, moving things. And I think the only game I've seen it done really well was uh, uh, Sea of Thieves, where you have the moving pirate ships and stuff, and that works.
0: We really, have been really obs- We've been obsessed lately with Sea of Thieves. Like, <laughs> like we, like, I many just, hours recently. Yeah. Like, how, many like, hours? I was not able to play with you guys on Saturday, but you guys played for eight hours straight. Am I, am yeah. I. On Saturday, yes, that's, that's what amazing. Happens, right? <laughs> and if it tells yeah. you anything about Star Wars Squadrons, y'all, none of them played Star Wars Squadrons that day. It was all sea thieves. <laughs> I, I, I am mean, really not. It's pirates. I mean,
2: yeah, it's. But yeah, as I said, it's a really hard problem to tackle the moving thing. So we just didn't want to tackle it at all as an indie studio.
0: No, that like. makes sense because you, all, the ship has all. You know, not only does the ship have all of its, you know, parts and machinery, but you have all the crates and everything on your ship as well. That's a lot of things to try and move around at Uh, once.
1: So that's also why you can't go outside of the ship. I mean, it's one of the reasons. Uh, There's not really an airlock to go outside of your ship uh, because it's a different game world, actually. It's sort of two games in one.
0: (laughs) So wait, the inside of your ship is a separate world from the outside of your ship? It, yeah it it's, is it splits exactly at where the ship goes from inside it, to it, outside. It's actually and wind, different windows are really
2: well. really tricky to do. So that's uh why there's only a very limited set of windows that you can build.
0: Well you so, can you can but you can explain that like in the, the game. You can explain that in the game as well. Like windows are really vulnerable, so you know why have a lot of windows? You know, that's a real vulnerable spot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> in a way that makes sense, like when you see more realistic spaceships, you know, in, in movies and whatnot, they don't have a ton of windows. Like I don't know, like sure well, you have like the, have... what was that? Like
1: ships like in the X bands and stuff don't. Even yeah, have exactly.
0: Windows. They don't have a ton of windows. Like sure you have the Enterprise and stuff, and it's all pretty and crap. But like that, those are like. Like, 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 yeah, like, like, like Hunter says, they're a real structural weakness. Like, I I, lo- I, I really did enjoy the newer Star Trek movies, well, two of them. But the fact that, <laughs> the fact that the bridge just has a giant piece of freaking glass in the front of it, like, like what the has, hell? Like, no. Like, what? What was that?
1: <laughs> I think it has like force fields and stuff. They, they yeah, have but sh-
0: still. Everything.
3: Still. Yeah, force, force Don't they need to lower the force field in order to teleport? To, to be more. No, on? that's the yeah. shield. But the windows are force fields as well. I think. Uh, oh my they, god,
0: yeah. transparent yeah. aluminum. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> so whatever. That's actually a thing. No, I know they find they, they. I know they. They actually. Yeah, they actually just developed it. That's great. Um, <laughs> but no, they make that. I really, I, I honestly, I have to like the beaming mechanic, which is how you get around all this. You're basically moving between instances, uh, and yeah. it just, and it works. It works really well. You do that with the cargo. You you beam the cargo. I love how you can beam cargo directly to your pads or to your fuel tank. You know. Yeah. Um, but you're basically moving things between instances, and it like. If you think about it for a second, you're like, yeah, I'm moving between instances, but like from an in-game perspective, it just makes sense. Like I'm going to beam over to my ship. Like I'm not yeah, going to take a, it, I'm going to take a shuttle and fly around it. I'm going to beam over. Um, yeah. We have teleported technology, so why not use it? Right. Yeah. And, and you use it all over the place, which is great. Like, like, I thought Star Trek bridges were made of nothing but styrofoam girders. Uh, they're made of styrofoam girders, plastic, and lots of things that, like, sparks. Like, like lots of things that, like... <laughs> Pyrotechnic. <laughs> Man, exploding lots. consoles. Yes, lots of exploding consoles. <laughs> all kinds of firecrackers. Uh, <laughs> all kinds of firecrackers are on the bridge. I hate it
2: when my computer crashes and then explodes.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Like, that's the worst. It is the worst. Yeah. With like, And then the ceiling starts falling on you. You know, it's Never. like, oh no. <laughs> hey,
4: it's a selling point. Our bridges are n- made with 50% fewer squibs this time. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> uh, I thought okay. it was funny that it. In Star Trek, when you when the ship starts to shake, the ceiling panels come down like it's some kind of office building in space. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: it, it's, it's for TV. They, they, they have to make it look interesting.
0: I know. Yeah, it's, but it's it's great and we all love it, but we all realize how yeah. cheesy it is. Like, well, have, you ever, have you ever seen like footage of them shaking around, but the camera is still? So yeah. It's it, It's Hilarious. the it's funniest thing. It's the funniest yeah. damn thing. uh so shogun wants a rundown of what this game is like so uh basically shogun hmm it's not it's kind of space engineersy but not really it's much more streamlined and much more there's there's an actual game here there's an actual game here it's not just build a thing and fly around there's an actual game here there are factions you can join there are missions you can take you can level up in those factions And what happens when you level up in the factions? You get access to better systems? You get access to higher
2: tier systems, where you get, of course, access to new materials, but that also unlocks new missions that you can go on. There's tougher and new kinds of enemies that will hack your ship or uh, uh, target your shields and stuff in particular. And then there's... Or spawn stuff on your ship. Yes, they will spawn stuff on your ship, which you'll have to deal with. Uh, And if you get very high tier, uh, there's also like the Skrill Queen, which is like a, a huge uh, boss that we've recently added, which um, will take you a while to take down. Especially, um, the And that's basically where the, where the game ends. So it's, it's still a progression-based game where you build the biggest, baddest spaceship ever, and then you take on the enemy of the game. And uh, mm-hmm. that's where it kind of ends now with 1.0. But we've got some plans to extend that into um, much more late game stuff uh, in the future.
0: Right, so yeah, basically, uh, Shogun. It you can build your own ships. Uh, I wouldn't call it Mountain Blade in space because it's not like you're commanding armies and stuff. But basically, like I said at the early part of the show, uh, it's basically the closest thing I've seen to Euro Truck Sim in space. You, you're basically working, f- but you, instead of having a company, you can, you work directly for a company, basically. Uh, And they're the ones that give you the missions, but you can level up in that company and whatnot. So you're basically, you could start off as a hauler, a miner or a combat pilot. And uh, depending on which of those factions you join, you get different missions. Like with the combat pilot, it was a lot of uh, clear aliens around our little station over here or, and whatnot. But with the hauler, it's like, get this cargo to this station within seven minutes um, and with a miner, it's like, oh, we need this much of. Uh, Ever-C- Empyrean meets Evercron. That's not a bad way to put it, actually, because of the spaceship stuff, and the mission stuff, and the economy stuff. Because there is an economy in the game, as well, right? It's, yeah. it's not like yeah, a yes. static. Yeah, it's not like a static. No, no there's,
2: uh there is drones and stuff carrying cargo around, and the prices will adapt to what you're selling and buying and stuff like
0: that. Right. Right, because I, re- I remember I saw a mission the other day while I was being a hauler where it was like, all of our stations need hydrogen. Go find some. And and the yes. price for hydrogen at these stations was higher than I saw at the sta- the starter station. Um, yeah. So. Um,
2: yeah, the star station, I believe, has a fixed price depending on where you buy it for hydrogen, which is more expensive usually than uh, some of the stations. But if there is high demand, then the price will go
0: up. But you could make your own hydrogen too with the, uh, the mining and the refining. Yeah, exactly. Of course. So, just... Hydrogen yeah.
1: is the most basic fuel. There's uh, a couple of more uh, implications. Yeah, there, well, products. it's
2: basically hydrogen. Then you've got some other fuels which you can refine with better resources, but they also, in the end, go into hydrogen generators. And then uh, later on, you have nuclear reactors, which take a whole uh, bunch of different resources to operate.
1: And then you have to worry about radiation and everything, so.
0: Right. Oh, oh, really? Now, speaking of dangerous things like radiation, I want to ask you guys a a, a, a direct question. How do you put out fires? (laughs) With a fire extinguisher. Okay, I couldn't fire. uh, My ship was on fire the other day. I could not, for the life of me, find a fire Uh, extinguisher.
2: There's there's a couple ways you can do it. You can also, of course, uh, remove the oxygen from the room. So if you uh, disable the vent with your grip, or you just uh, use the repair gun's damage beam to just destroy it completely, and then keep the room closed for a while, the fire will eventually burn out as well. Or or you
3: Um, just take the oxygen out of the uh, life support system. Yes, that will
2: also work if you take the oxygen out of the life support system. But then of course it will. It'll take a while before the oxygen is
0: depleted. I was trying to figure that out because my ship was on fire and I'm like, okay, how do I put this out? And I couldn't figure out how to, because I thought about the oxygen thing, but I couldn't figure out how to actually do that. So next time my ship hopefully catch, well, I hope it doesn't catch on fire. You can also
1: make a a fire extinguisher. Yes,
2: they're sold at every uh, faction desk on every starter.
0: Dear Lord, okay, I'm going to have to buy a fire extinguisher just to have basically... Yeah, they're also
1: really easy to make.
0: Uh, okay, and does that
1: printer?
0: Does that use ammo like the? Um, does that use ammo like the repair gun as well? Yes. yes,
2: it uses. I believe it's hydrogen and carbon, or something like
0: it, a water and carbon. It's a very easy yeah, recipe, but you can a, also purchase it. It's really cheap. So. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. And and I didn't really I didn't really do a lot of building, but there is is there a place in the game? That um that keeps track of all these recipes for things, like are they? Yes, is it in- on your. Uh, there's an you encyclopedia, app,
2: on your your arm computer in the. Oh. It's the upper leftmost corner, I believe. There's the encyclopedia. The purple and, one. Uh, it has, yes, the purple button. I believe it's it has all the, all the recipes in the game. Oh, also that's the pretty recipes great. For every device,
0: uh, every tool, um, everything. You Tells can,
1: you how to make stuff,
0: can build. Okay, that's pretty great. Um. Because, yeah, so, yeah, there's also 3D printing in the game where you could print, a, like, a fire extinguisher, like you said. Um,
1: yeah, fire extinguisher is indeed one of the things you can uh, print.
0: Okay, I'm going to have to remember next time before I ship out, I need to at least buy or make a fire extinguisher. Uh, you can you install good...
2: sprinklers on your ship, just saying, just putting it
0: Wait, out. you can install sprinklers on your ship?
2: Yes. That's
0: oh my sad. God!
1: We'll need a water tank as well, and <laughs> you
0: know that's that's amazing. Can you install a bathroom? I haven't seen that. Can you install a toilet? Yes. <laughs> or, wait. <laughs> wait. You can. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't work
2: it, though. You can. You cannot sit on it, but you can. No, you can the open the door <laughs> and open the doors.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. That's great. I I I thought the answer might be no, but that is great. You know, we don't have enough games that actually have toilets in them and and I think that sh- I think even if you don't use yeah. the toilet that should still be a thing. Uh <laughs> yeah, they're in there. Um excuse me. Um so no, Well, there's is-
4: teleporter technology for everything.
0: Oh, jeez, <laughs> crap. Oh, damn. Damn. That's what that's why a lot of people have always said there aren't bathrooms on the like Enterprise and whatnot cuz like they just beam your poop out. <laughs> Well, they're off set.
1: <laughs> they're just around the corner from the the set.
0: Nobody wants to see yeah. that scene. So. Yeah, no one wants. No one wants to see Riker go drop a drop a deuce. No, no one. No one wants to. No one wants to see how he sits on a toilet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think could be funny. No, it could be
1: <laughs> if you um, do it right. <laughs>
0: I will have to make sure before I f- ship out next time. Um, cuz I've I've been playing this on and off cuz I like logging in and like doing a a cargo run or a or a, a combat mission and it's really nice because they don't take a ton of time. And and you actually there's actually good progression and I like how the different missions have different rewards so like Oh, I need metal for a thing. Well, let's find a mission that gives me metal. You know, if I don't feel like mining, or this mission gives me ammo, uh, as long with money. Yeah. You know, so I, I like how the mission rewards are varied. So, it, like, depending on what you're, like, what you want, and in that moment, you could find a mission that gives you what you need. You know, so I, I really have to say I appreciate that because I'm a big mission guy. I love missions in games like this, and. I really appreciate how many different types of missions you guys have.
2: Yeah, we're always looking at missions because people like missions, but they don't want to do missions which are too involved, right? They want it to be something that they can just quickly do, get some money. Uh, If it's like a whole storyline, either you do have the time, because like Sea of Thieves has these special legendary tales which you can do, it would take up an entire day but they also have the small things which you can do uh, on and off
0: and i think but, that most of the people would just like the small things to just continuously have options well, in, to in their credit too those long ones where they're called tall tales i think they have checkpoints yeah they have checkpoints yeah. they? Really? yeah so you get yeah. to Every a certain point done one.
4: <laughs> yeah once you hit a checkpoint then you can leave the game at that point and then rebuild your crew and start over from the checkpoint
1: but only the player that took
4: the quest gets the checkpoint or uh no everybody gets that checkpoint because ah. if you have if you have your crew then everybody is at that point you have the the commendations up to that point then you can right, vote yeah, to restart from this. that checkpoint
0: oh so it's like any other quest the you, people,
4: yeah.
0: so it's like any okay, other cool. che- it's like any other Didn't quest where it's like I, I vote to start this checkpoint basically yes oh that's Absolutely. nice that's nice. They're doing a lot right with that game. I got to tell you guys what they're doing a lot right with that game. <laughs> and we have to play more of it. But yeah, The best, I,
4: the best I, thing I, in that game is the
1: the music, the music instruments. Yes.
0: Oh my god! That we we have, we have wasted so much time just standing around yes. playing instruments, uh, <laughs> watching the dog <laughs> and the cat dance because it's getting, so getting goddamn drunk cute. and
1: uh, <laughs> getting drunk and playing the banjo. <laughs> or m- whatever it is.
4: Even even in the maiden voyage, you can find the rowboat in it. And as soon as you sit in the rowboat, a rendition of "Row, row, row your boat" starts playing.
0: What? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> oh my god! If we were a pi- if we were a pirate game junkie, we would totally have those games on. Those guys on. <laughs> wow! Can you imagine? So yeah, you're you're. I would say your game is kind of cl- kind of in the direction of a space sea of thieves cuz it's multiplayer and whatnot.
2: Yeah, I, I think they all kind of stem from a sort of multiplayer FTL kind of thing where you have like a group of people on a vessel of any kind of spaceship, uh, I don't know, a train, a pirate <laughs> boat, and you go on to adventures and do your quests and stuff in a in a world that's constantly changing and throwing things at you. Uh because you have the, the the big shark in um in Sea of Thieves which pops up from time to time, uh the Megalodon, and you have all kind of, all of these things which uh are like dynamic stuff that makes the journeys interesting. And that's also what we kind of try to do in our game. It's just have things happen while you're on your journeys. How hard is it to set up a server? Um it's pretty Depends easy like do like a to yeah. <laughs> The server boot- writers, starting up the server is just one click of a button in the menu but then you have to make sure that your ports are forwarded of course. We are looking some into uh um,
1: automatically uh most of them but yes. some are bit, bit We're still bit more we're problematic. still looking at
2: implementing um, the the steam join in some way.
0: It's a little bit hard. Hey Hunter, it's got servers, it's got multiplayer Hunter. Hint hint, it's got servers. It's... <laughs> we're we're trying so we're to also set up hosting a couple of them. Well, we're trying to set up for our community um, our own servers for some some games. Like we have, um, okay, okay, you're on it. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> um, we're trying to set up ser- some servers for our own games. Like I think we have one for uh, Empyrean right now, and we have one for Void Expanse. Um, and uh, so yeah, we have a couple going so far, and it's really great for the community. Um, so I think. Getting the, getting this into the community would be also great because there's a lot of gameplay here. There's a lot of gameplay here, and how many like you can, and you can have multiple people on one ship. Like I saw that some ships have two seats, some ships have three seats. Um, so that's that's pretty that's pretty great. Uh, and I guess I, again because the ship is, the inside doesn't move, it's probably easy to keep the players together. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, you could just. Uh... Walk yeah, around. there's there's
2: <laughs> all kinds of stuff, uh, if, especially if you have larger ships later on where you have the bridge, which uh, I think seats four. Uh, one guy can do the weapons, one guy can do the, the maneuvering of the ship. Uh, you need people running around to fixi- fixing and repairing stuff all the time. There might be fires and stuff like that. So um, eh. there's, there's plenty great. of stuff that can happen when you're, when you're in it with a team. And of course, it kind of scales on how big your ship is how many people you need. So if you have a small ship, you can do the... Extinguishing of all the fires and the repairing of all the devices by yourself, but as soon as you get a little bit bigger, it starts to get a little bit more difficult. And there's things to automate, like I said, with the sprinklers you can install and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, of course, it's the most fun if you have a couple of, of people and you're going into a fight.
0: We're gonna have to get. We're gonna have to get on this at some point, and no rush, Hunter. I'm not. I'm not pressuring you, Hunter. <laughs> I'm saying we're gonna have to. We have to give this a whirl in multiplayer. But again, as a single player guy, I I have to say again, I really appreciate that there is an option to play like purely in your own little universe. I really do appreciate that.
2: Um, I think that's where we got the most player feedback as well, because a lot of people, we originally just built it as a multiplayer game, Mm. but more and more people were like, I don't really like to play multiplayer, but I really like the look of this game. Um, So we added more and more stuff to help single player people as well, without hopefully compromising
0: on Multiplayer features uh, and uh, yeah. How many? Do you know how many servers are running right now? I haven't looked, but it looks like at least uh, a dozen think, or something.
1: I think like a sure. hundred or something. Wow! You know, just way. after release, it's a lot of them. That's have that's you ever scrolled lot. down the list?
2: <laughs> I haven't scrolled down the list. Um, yes,
1: several pages
0: now. So, so did the release go well? Did, did, did it? Was it pretty seamless? Did did it help with sales? Like, how did the release go?
2: Uh, We didn't have to patch the same day as the release, which is always good.
0: That is nice. That is nice. It's a good sign. Yeah. Um, You never want to read about a day one patch because you're like, oh, no.
2: (laughs) But uh, we never really had that many multiplayer players. So uh, a a lot of things that we are working on are server-related. I think single-player, we don't have to make any changes at the moment, right? There's no, like major issues or anything. It's just like multiplayer. We didn't expect um, so many players on our servers. We kept them at 24. People asked us if we could raise the cap a little. Oh, wow. Uh, Which which was great. But the servers, I mean, that's what what we talked about. If you have a lot of players, uh, they're building a lot of stuff in a lot of different systems. There's a whole bunch of things that have to be simulated. So that's where uh, we're looking into if we can expand that and maybe have. uh, Yeah. The game, of course, works it's a balancing act, where if you have the starter stations, you know there's asteroid fields out there. Um, and if everybody starts at the same time, they just completely vaporize all those asteroids. So there were no asteroids left to mine, for example. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> so you run into those There's stuff like that, like those balance things, where we have to make sure that the server even uh, supports a lot more players.
0: Do, do asteroids respond and whatnot? Like, after a time, do they respond? They do they do respawn in asteroid fields, so they're it's fine in starter stations,
2: but they don't respawn in the rings of uh planets, for example. Oh. Oh uh, damn. Um, well, eventually they will once you run out of the amount of cells that we can trace, but uh you can mine you can empty an entire like area of of asteroids. But I mean the rings are so big they're a real life scale, so
0: that's <laughs> oh. <laughs> never gonna happen. But Oh god, that's oh okay. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, that's...
3: everything uh, in, in in spaces uh, re- real life uh, scale. We did uh, put some planets a little bit closer together because well, Jupiter is really far. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but uh, the I, I think um, the well, most of the solar systems are, are based on uh, the the way our own solar system uh, look. So if you look at the third planet, that's about as far from the sun as uh, the Earth is from the sun.
0: Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, this game just does a lot right. I have to, I really have to commend you guys that it does quite a bit right. Um, even for a game, gamer like me that doesn't have a lot of patience. Um, and I find <laughs> a, I find as I get older, I have less patience for games. I think that's one because I'm getting older. I know older. that feeling. <laughs> but, but also there are more games. Like, remember when we were younger, it's like, well, this is the one game you're going to have for two months.
1: I do have a, <laughs> a lot of it. A lot less time, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, exactly. When we, started, when we started building this game, there were like no space sims.
2: Yeah, yeah, it that's was, like, the thing. It was like void. In, in around 2010, 2012, that area there,
0: there was there nothing. was nothing. Yeah, I started Space Game Junkie in 2011, and the goal was to go over all the old space games that I hadn't played. Like, because there yeah, were a so lot. At,
1: at some point, there was like a a new wave of 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 space. Well yeah, it's, I think like
3: Star Citizen, otherwise the same dude. idea.
0: Yeah, Star Citizen uh, showed that for, for all the for all its faults, Star Citizen showed that there is a want for this. There is a demand. Yeah. And and even, even though, though I don't
1: really like that game, but
0: yeah. Oh yeah, no, uh we, we we're not we're not ba- the biggest fans of it around <laughs> here ourselves. Everything just <laughs> takes forever. Oh my gosh. We God, want to like it. But it keeps crashing on us. It, so it's, yeah, yeah. We, I like it. Would be great if it would succeed, but like, it's not gonna. It's it's.
1: I mean, it's just. Well, from a business point of view, it already has. But
3: uh.
0: but but has it though? They're like the at one point they're just going to be hemorrhaging money. You know, at one yeah, it, it's not sustainable. It's it's it. it the, I mean, it's been sustaining for a while, but it can't sustain forever. It can't. You got to release a damn no. thing. Um, yeah, I don't know.
2: Well, we'll see. I mean, it, we still yeah. wanted
0: to succeed. Because,
2: I mean, it would be cool if it would work.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, in t- in 2010, there was 2011. There was nothing, and so yeah. My, when I started this, I was like, I'm just gonna be playing all the old games. You know. And like and, freelancer and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be just you know covering all these games I didn't play back in the day, like Star Glider and Space Rogue and all these like games I just never played back in the day for some reason. And and Space and Brigadier. then yeah, and then and then Star Citizen hit, and then Elite hit, and they both did really well. And and people started, and then FTL and Space Pirates and Zombies, and and like. Yeah. You got, and then after those, you had a lot of momentum. Uh, so now yeah. it, it's now like, yeah, for like twelve, thirteen years, it was really rough. <laughs> it was like if you wanted a space game, you had to get, you had to either find a physical copy uh, of something that came in from Europe, uh, <laughs> or like, <laughs> like maybe Freelancer or I War Two or something. Like maybe I think
1: uh, Eve Online was there though.
0: EVE was Online the was one. there. Yeah, that started in 2003. That's very true. Yeah. But, like, beyond that... That like, was
1: the biggest one, I think,
0: yeah. For a long time, it was. Like, that and Freelancer were, like, the big ones. And then you had some, like, Dark Star 1 and a few others. And Space Rangers came out around this time. There were a lot of... Um, <laughs> there were... A, there were, But it was... Well, like we didn't have, we didn't get a lot of games, and most of them were coming from from over where you guys are. Most of them were coming from Europe. Yeah, um, from
2: from Germany mostly. Yeah,
0: yeah, Germany so and we Russia. Also
2: had, uh, a lot of um, Star Wars games and stuff like that, which aren't really like sci-fi games. They're more like fantasy games. Yeah, uh, like the prequels had come out, and then you have this whole slew through I don't know two thousand eight or something of Star Wars games that kept coming out. That's true. That was. was ba- not really yeah. space sim games,
0: but yeah, yeah, a couple like Jedi Starfighter, which was, you know, goddamn amazing. Yeah. And, and the
2: other oh yeah, like the, uh,
0: I always
1: liked <laughs> the pot racing game. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: and, and and Hunter brings up Jump to Lightspeed, the uh, MMO expand the uh, galaxies expansion. Um, so there were some things, but it was still very lean compared to the decade we'd had before. Um, yeah. So it's an amazing, yeah. But it's really, it's just such a good time to be a space game fan. I mean, your game and all these other games are coming out, and it's great. It's just so yeah, great. Um, and and, I, and I'm and I'm glad to see your game is doing well with a hundred servers, and people are playing it, and people are liking it. It's just really great to see. So, what are like your next steps? Are we talking DLC? Are we talking fleshing out the content? What What are like, your uh, next steps for this thing?
1: Well, the, the first immediate steps are uh, bug fixing for now. Uh, mm-hmm. We're doing crash because we've seen an increase in players and there's a couple of crashes reported and some some things that don't really work that well with, with, with uh, a lot of players. So we're focusing on that first. Yes. And
2: then... Uh, we're we want to uh, improve the new player experience some more. That's something we're always working on, but uh, because a lot of players, if you look at our refund data, uh, the most most of the people are just like, "I didn't understand the game." Oh. So that's like obviously something we need to f- like fix. So that's that's one of the things where it's just like, if you're not like already a space game fan or somebody who has already played these kinds of games, it's probably hard to get into because they're like, mm. I don't understand where's my chip, how do I get to it, how do I fuel it how do I do all these things um, so we have to take it a little bit more slow in some regards, probably mm. and after that, we uh, we don't have any plans for DLC at the moment um, we We're really also going
1: to have to talk about, about that with the publisher as well
0: Yeah, exactly, uh, we haven't even discussed it with the publisher yet So uh, Oh, that's right, you guys they, are with Iceberg now that's right. Yes.
2: Congratulations. Yes, thanks. thanks. We We've just discussed that they were happy with the release. Uh, oh, that's great. We haven't, really, we haven't really discussed any specifics in terms of uh, post-launch DLC, or if we're even going to do DLC or just do uh, large content updates or stuff like that. We have some smaller things planned, uh, just extra additions to the ship editor, uh, some things that people have been asking for for years that we're going to put up to community votes and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we just for the, the first couple of months we want to focus on just improving what's there, and then we'll we'll look at uh, things to improve the end game and stuff like that. We have some some cool plans, but we don't really want to talk about it yet because we might not <laughs> be able to. They to might still change. That's uh, yeah. fair.
0: It's totally fair.
1: So, so I mean, we can say a whole bunch of things, but if they are going to change, and then people are going to be like, well, what you said?" No, so we prefer. Only to communicate those kind of things when we actually
2: uh, absolutely certain that they actually get into the game. That's fair. Because otherwise, yeah. it's not that far from lying to the customers. So,
0: right. Let me ask you a random question because some our last guest brought this up, and uh, you you mentioned refunds. Can you say what percentage of sales have been refunds? Are you? Are you can you say that?
2: Uh, I think it's overall since we started the game, it's around fifteen percent okay yeah because there i don't think it it could be higher or lower depending on a sale or something like that and uh, it also depends on your type of game so i believe that Mm -hmm. if you have a small game like a platform or something the refunds are usually very low because people know exactly what they're getting into and as soon as you go into games that have more depth or are very complicated the refunds go up and of Mm. course if it's broken or some kind of it doesn't work uh
1: yeah purchase. if 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 it crashes or whatever then of course but um so we,
2: we uh, for us it's usually uh either i the game was not what i expected or i don't like the game or i don't understand it just I, one of those three we get very little refunds for crashes and stuff like that so
0: no, that's good because our last guest um last week they took a game from the mid 90s and remastered it in unity and uh it's called Iron Seed, and they said their refund rate was about ten percent, which I thought, yeah. from what I've heard from other developers, is pretty decent. Like it's kind of in yeah, line. It yeah, it's, it's kind of in line Steam's with Steam's
1: average, actually.
0: Yeah, I heard it's either I in line or Steam's below.
1: Is around? Uh, I think Steam's average was around thirteen percent or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when they said ten percent, I'm like, that's that's not bad at all. They thought it was. They didn't yeah. seem to think. It was very good, but I'm like, no, that's that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, so- I mean,
2: I've, I've refunded plenty of games which I I bought, and they weren't exactly what I thought they would be. Yeah, um, and I think that's fine from a customer point of view. I think you can treat it as a demo. Yeah, You just play and- the game, refund it if you don't like it. So.
0: But yeah, yeah. As long as, as you don't
4: do it too often, it's it's okay. Yeah, as long because as you're not
0: refunding you, like every other game. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. refund too many games at once, Steam gives you a message of you've refunded too many games at once. You shouldn't treat them as a demo. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that's
2: more on Steam than on
4: uh, for my perspective. Right. I don't buy I mean, that many games. So. <laughs> try the game, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> yeah they don't want to have all the chargebacks to deal with.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Probably. Yeah.
4: But, but I
0: think
2: it. I think
4: even from, I'm
2: not sure how it is in America, but European law, I think is actually pretty on the That's customer side. So we should actually always refund. I believe it even, um,
0: America even really is never on the customer. You. America is never really on the customer side. So, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Businesses are people. Sorry. Um, anyway, um, I shouldn't so, have said that.
2: But, yeah, I. Yeah, I think the refunds you can just look at um, the data, but it, it usually shows that if it's a very simple game and it doesn't cost much, there's a very low refund rate. And if it's a very mm-hmm. complex game and uh, it costs a lot more, the refund rate will be higher. So
0: but even, unless
1: the game's even, bad, of course, but, <laughs> but even of 15, course. sorry,
0: I was gonna say even fifteen percent doesn't sound that bad. You know, that's still eighty five percent Yeah. But that's still eighty five percent of folks keeping your game. You know, I mean, yeah. that's... Yeah, that's... We, we
2: just see that as us as, as being bad at communication. Um, like, we didn't tell you what the game would be Clearly enough, so you're not getting it, and uh, that's our bad. Mm, so that's, that's the fair. other thing on the customer. That's just the thing that we don't do very well.
1: Uh, also, there are some some refunds that uh, people have like bought the game, but their system isn't up to specs for the game, and then they some people even buy it. For, there's always,
0: Mac, and then they, it turns out it doesn't even run on Mac. So, and then they have to refund it. But I mean, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> it doesn't yeah. say on the game page it runs on Mac. Like it doesn't even mention Mac. Yeah, don't! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Come on, people! At least look at the damn like requirements. It'll tell you on the Steam page if it runs on on a Mac or on Linux. It'll tell you that. You just have to scroll down. Well, some a little people
1: bit. buy. Uh, some people also buy it like on their, their Linux or Mac PC to play it on a different PC later. I mean that that also happens. So oh, it's okay.
0: That's fair. That's, yeah, that's fair. But I'm or I'm glad that, I, I'm glad the game is doing well. I, I'm I'm really yeah, I'm I'm really, really glad it. that you've had a positive uh, experience coming up to 1.0. Um, it's we, been we a get, while. It's
1: been a while. It, right? it has been a while,
0: but yeah. that's fine. I mean, I think a lot of gamers, a lot of a lot of gamers are, excuse my language, entitled fucks. But a lot of gamers <laughs> are also very patient, and if you're communicative with them and you're showing actual real progress. Like what's that one game? S- Star Sector? I I bought that yeah. I bought that myself in I think mid 2010 I bought that. It's still in early access. I don't even think it's in beta yet. Um but he's making something so complex and 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 huge that people are like, "Ah, oh, take another 5 years, it's fine." You know? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, do. I don't. I mind waiting for games.
0: Um, yeah, as as there's, there's al- eventually complete. So exactly, there's already so much to play. It's like how how could we be impatient? You know, just play something else while they're they're working on making this one better. Um. So yeah, yeah. five or five or six years does not seem like an unreasonable amount of time for an early access period anymore. Um, no, I think mostly yeah. because the, the
2: teams don't really scale up usually during early access, unless the game sells it's extremely really well. really doing that, well, yeah. That's true. And that's true. So your plans are just like, this is what we want to do. And it will take, I don't know, we'll say two years. And it will take actually six years, because that's just what happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as, as long as you can keep up the development and, and just uh, are able to deliver on the product, I don't think that's an issue.
0: Yeah, and yeah, you guys communication co- is
4: a huge thing. I mean, huge. as long as the devs seem to be continually communicating, okay, this is what we got so far, or or this is what we just recently added, uh, this is on our roadmap. That communication to the customers is what keeps them loyal.
0: It's so important, yeah. and you guys have done a pretty good job. I mean, yeah, you say you can do a few things better, but I think for the most part, you've done a yeah. really outstanding job in keeping your fans and potential players up to date with new... Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm addicted to Steam news updates. Like, absolutely addicted. Like, like I, I love when a game has a lot of news updates. Like, especially when there's a new patch or something. I'm, I'm totally addicted to that stuff, and... And you guys have
1: for every patch
0: yeah exactly and I love that I love that I th- I think that's so important and you guys did a great job with that um I'm not sure
2: what the thing is but I also like just reading patch notes for a game just to oh have
0: been working on. like yeah. have you have yeah. you guys seen that new steam the news hub the new steam news hub it's it's one of their um it's one of their like experimental things but it basically lists all like it's it basically lists like all the it basically lists all the news and events for games you own, games you've wishlisted, uh and whatnot. And you could just I've in actually, one place sorry?
1: I've actually never wishlisted anything on Steam. If <laughs> oh I want God. something I'll just buy it.
0: <laughs> God, I I'm really picky, so I have such a huge wish list. But the news <laughs> oh, out, I've only got
1: news- like fifty games on Steam.
0: This new news hub is so great because it gives you all the news updates in one spot. And so it's like, Oh wow, this game got a patch. And I forgot I own this game. It has a patch. Oh my God. I have to reinstall it. It's really fantastic. Um, Especially if you're addicted. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I was (laughs) going to say, especially with these games these days where, um, they might be silent for like six months and then they drop an, an enormous update which seems to All be a thing that a lot of games do these days a lot like.
0: a lot of them do that and and it's it's exciting though you're like silence 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 huge major update you're like Woo, they've added a whole new continent of things let's go in there let's reinstall that and go back in there um yeah that's
1: exactly. what we've uh we've done for the um the 1.0 release as well we've Uh, basically stopped patching only like little fixes that immediate crashes or whatever. Uh, but, uh, we stopped patching for like six
0: months, I think. But you told people uh, you were going to do that. You, you, you told people you were going to do that. So it was fine. You you, didn't just go off the radar. You can just like no, disappear, no,
2: like radio silence, and we're gone, and you'll see exactly so many. No,
1: I we're hate to also say it, but still around in our Discord and everything, and and
0: and right. You know, I hate to say it, but so a lot of devs do that. A lot of devs like just radio silence for a while. And it's actually it,
2: recommended by Valve. What if you read their... If you read the notes that they have on how you should update your game and how you should respond to communities, yeah, they exactly. it's their belief that you should not communicate with the community most what? of the time and just deliver your product when it's done i mean
1: it's valve <laughs> and deliver your what? updates when it's done
2: i mean i
0: guess, guess that works a- for valve i guess that because that's yeah. kind of what they do i guess that works for them so i guess what? that's what they preach to other developers as well but oh, I, no. I don't think it's right like i, I
3: think move. valve is doing that because they don't are uh, they tired of like uh, being a referee and and devs who are like assholes against the community communities and then they're like they get a lot of complaints and stuff. Yeah, they they that's true. Right? With them, right? so. So, they, so they tell everybody like, hey, just don't talk to your community. That's
1: true. <laughs> oh, they, up, they would automate everything. If it were up to
4: them.
0: <laughs> yeah, they want to be what? as hands off as possible. They really do seem yeah. to, well, to be. You know, part know. part
4: of that, uh, I can I can give a little bit of insight uh, since I've I've been, you know, I've done. The dev side work too. Uh, they tell you not to engage with the community when they're being negative. That's the main. Oh main right, thing. yeah. The main thing they want you to do is to just improve the product. Improve the product rather yeah. than say get into uh, uh, trolling wars and ship hosting wars with the community.
1: Oh yeah, we, we we don't do that. Right, so, right.
4: And that's what they to want time. to avoid because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's when going to just- backfire. Of course, it's, it will. Like, <laughs> it's like
2: Chris Roberts fighting with Star Citizen fans on his own forums. I mean, it's not a good look if you do that. Exactly. Uh,
0: I did enjoy it. Uh, I, I enjoy it. I'm so busy. I can't bother talking to all of you. So I will, as a contest, answer one of your questions. Just one. <laughs> Like, I mean, you there's always a balance <laughs> to find between transparency
2: and and, and uh, not giving an update on everything that you're doing. Because yeah. you really need to update the community on everything. A lot of it is just bug fixes. It's not really interesting. Um, but, uh, of course, if there's like like changes to the game that players should be aware of, we should always communicate those.
3: Yeah.
2: And that could be negative changes. As, I mean, if people... Uh, if People are seizing development, for example, just tell your community <laughs> don't just like ride off into the, oh the sunset God. and never
0: tell anybody oh um, God, if I you know. just
2: explain your reasons, that's always better than just just radio silence in my opinion yeah
0: there's 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 one game yeah. I really like that the developer kind of went silent on for a while, and people were like, "What the hell?" and then he's like, "Oh God, my mom is sick, and I got sick and and everything, and we're like, oh, "Oh okay, fine, do what you gotta do, man. just thanks for letting us know, you know." <laughs> People are, like, getting upset, like,
2: hmm? Yeah, the absence of information, people make up their own information. Right, exactly, yes. You want to give them enough information so that they know what's happening, but you don't have to give all the (laughs)
4: details,
0: Right. Like, I don't even know why you're sick. Just say you're sick. Like, okay, do what you got to do, man. Get healthy. Um, Fix the game whenever. Um, But yeah, no, I'm really happy to see that this game not only launched, but launched well. I've been really enjoying my time with it. It sounds like we're going to be setting up uh, our own server uh, soon. So that's great um, because I think this would do really well with multiplayer. Um, so yeah, yeah if folks. you guys
1: like
0: it. Oh, yeah. So, folks, the game is Interstellar Rift. It is... is uh, What's the price on Steam? I don't remember. Uh, I think it's
1: 20, $20, I
0: think. Yeah, it's 19 I don't
1: know the price in dollars, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. It's nineteen ninety nine, which... Uh, for all the content you get in this game is kind of a steal. It's got single player and multiplayer, uh, varied universes, lots to do, from mining to combat to hauling. Um, the only thing it doesn't have is planet stuff. Like it's got you can walk around no. your ship. It's got the only thing it doesn't have yeah. is planet stuff, and that's uh, there fine, has been
1: a lot enough. of requests for that. Uh, Why though? not?
2: To Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but we we can explain why we didn't do it, and that's because we were afraid that the content that you do on the ships would be the same as the content that you do on the planet.
0: It's exact it would be yeah. exactly the same. You'd beam down to a planet, which would be the station that you beam yeah. to in space anyway, and it's like it, it would be, it'd just be a waste of your time. You know, I and think, the
1: amu- amount of art assets you need. Oh my god!
0: Yeah. yeah, you can't so have every planet looking the like same.
3: That. You can't yeah, have we're every just planet five looking people, right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh my god i think so, it's very
3: important for industry the, and in the studios like that they just just set their boundaries right that that's when oh you uh, that that's one for me one red flag for, uh, for when i think a, a project is not really going to work when they are like these blue sky uh, ideas that that um, they want to do everything and like okay either Everything is gonna suck, or you're gonna. Everything is just gonna fall apart. But when a, a company is uh, honest about uh, what, what they're gonna do and where they think the limitations are, then I have so much more faith in that project.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: It's, uh, it's like a great game designer once said, "It's uh, we can do anything, but we can't do everything."
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Wasn't that Todd Howard? It was Todd Howard. <laughs> <laughs> great game designer. What are you talking? Making <laughs> a sort of roundabout joke,
0: but. <laughs> So yeah, games, folks, the, the, the game is interstellar Rift. We didn't talk much about ship building cause I really haven't done much of it, but you can build your own ships in the game. And also there's workshop support. Um, yes. And there are a lot of ships in the workshop, like a lot, like hundreds and hundreds, like there's 300 yeah, fighters,
1: outdated,
0: but, <laughs> but there's 300 fighters and 400, 500 miners and hundred cruisers. There's a lot of ships in here. Um, but you can and also so,
3: sell your
0: ship in, in World now, yeah. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, you can even sell ships to each other in-game now. And it's single and multiplayer. Uh, it's got, like like we said earlier, several servers. But you can play by yourself if you want as well. But even if you join a server, you still can play by yourself if you want. So <laughs> it's up to you whether yeah. you want to actually interact with other actual people or not um, at any point. Um, but it's, it's, like I said... If you're looking for a space trucking game, which is the closest thing to Euro Truck Sim 2 in space, this is pretty much it for now. Like, why no one has made actual Euro Truck Sim 2 in space, I don't know. But for now, this is the closest you will get to Euro Truck Sim 2 in space because the flight is great. The missions are great. uh, there's, there's, There's meta progression with, you know, your faction leveling up and whatnot. So there's just a lot going on here, and it's really great. Uh, So, folks, I'm not sure what we're going to do for the podcast next week because I've sent out a lot of emails, but I haven't confirmed anything. So I don't know what we're going to do for the podcast (laughs) next week. But for today's stream later, because we flipped things around. So we're going to do a stream at 4 p.m. Pacific today. Uh, We're going to try the multiplayer of (sighs) Star Wars fucking squadrons because I I have to get I have. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nothing. No, I have to give it a chance. I have to. I, I played single player and I fucking hated it. Excuse my language. Really hated it. But this is clearly a more multiplayer-focused game. Clearly. Um. So I'm gonna get. We're gonna stream that today. Uh. Maybe it'll be good. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not getting my hopes up. But that's what we're gonna stream today at 4 p.m. Pacific. Uh. So everyone, gentlemen. First off, thank you for taking time out of your busy day uh, in the middle of the thank afternoon to, uh, to talk to us. It's been a pleasure having you back. And, um, and, folks, we'll see you back here today at 4 p.m. Thank you so much for listening, and a special thank you, as always, to those who subscribe via Patreon and Twitch. I love you all. And with that, uh, we'll see you next time. Have a great day, y'all. Be safe, be well, and take care of each other. Bye-bye.